1: We repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6:30
1: Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer.
0: Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Jed. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado. This is Oilers Now. Game 2 tonight, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Puck drop, the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, shortly, we will be joined by a gentleman who played for both of those organizations. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring the night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. As we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, and he is our Oilers now headliner today for Will Hawk beef jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W I L H A U K, today. He's our headliner. Uh, He played 971 regular season games for the Edmonton Oilers and scored 296 goals in parts of 15 seasons. And we just had Wayne Gretzky on, and Kent texts us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And he says, "I'm more excited for Ryan Smith than Wayne Gretzky," which will make Ryan Smith chuckle undoubtedly uh, as we uh, hook up with former Oiler, uh, one of the most popular players in Oilers history, Ryan Smith. Ryan, it's Bob Stauffer. How are you doing, Ryan? You there? Hello, Ryan. I think we go. Yeah, there we go. There we Hello. go. Hey, uh, what, what's that like knowing that you're you're batting cleanup for Wayne, who is your leadoff hitter on tonight's show?
2: <laughs> well, it's not a bad person to follow. I'll tell you that he was my uh, man, uh, an idol growing up, and uh, he's uh, I see him on TV now and then, so it's a good uh, good person to look up to. Now you're.
0: Are you in? Uh, now, are you down in Tennessee right now? I'm just. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last time we spoke. I. I think. Are you in Tennessee? Is that where you at, Wayne? Or uh, Wayne? Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No. I'm
2: yes, I'm you? down here in Nashville. Yeah, All
0: right. Uh right. the Oilers oh, yeah. had one of their be- best performances of the year, one of their best bounce backs. Uh so you are keeping tabs on things. Obviously, you got a lot of that Oilers blood coursing in your veins with the two stints that you you spent with the hockey team. Uh what have you what's it been like to watch this Oilers playoff uh, run, Ryan?
2: Very dynamic. Um obviously, uh Dry Saddle and McDavid lead the charge up front. Uh, but what I do like about the the, the team itself is um, Kenny Hollins went out and got a few good depth veterans that really, uh, I believe, have really settled things down. You know, getting Duncan Keith, obviously, uh, Mike Smith is. Uh, You know, in for a challenge for sure. Uh, He's older, but... uh, just bringing in some older veterans to surround some of these younger guys that uh, that will give them some uh, a little bit of leadership. And and obviously you're seeing some leadership out of uh, 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 Drysaddle and uh, McDavid, but Hyman is really doing well. Kane, you're bringing in Kane, uh, got some experience in the playoffs, so it's it's a lot of fun watching uh, and they're up against a good, uh, good team for sure.
0: Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, Ryan, you mentioned Zach Hyman and to me, that might be the closest player to you that the Oilers have had since you retired. Like, just the relentlessness on the puck. Uh, Maybe, you know, he plays the net front on the power play. He's not quite as good on tips as you were. Uh, he's, he's He's an explosive skater, a little bit deceptive of a skater. You gotta love his game.
2: I really do. Uh, he is a lot quicker than I was. That is for sure. I will mention that. But he is not afraid to go to the net. He's a guy that uh, uh, you know is fearless. Um, you know, makes a living in the on the power play in front of the net. There, scored some uh, significant goals, which is uh, which is great uh, for the team. Um, Yeah, it's quite a compliment to to, to say that. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, well, uh, hey, let me ask you
0: this. You played briefly here in Colorado about a year and a half. Obviously, you know, you spent the majority of your career in Edmonton. I mean, this is Broncos country, and the the Avalanche were really good from the late 90s into about the mid-2000s. But And Wayne Wayne mentioned in the last segment just coming up to Edmonton and showing a lot of the Atlanta folks that have never been to Canada just the the passion for the game in Canada. Is Denver, I mean, it's a beautiful city. Is it an underrated uh, hockey market, or uh, did the fact that the Avs have all that success in the 90s and the 2000s make sure that it's not an underrated market? What was your experience like playing here, Ryan?
2: Unreal. Um, they know their professional sports very well. Um, all four major sports. They, um, they they were they were into it. They were always excited. Um, you know, very supportive of their uh, of their of their teams, and very passionate. So, uh, very very similar in, in the sense of uh, being up in Canada, where where you do see that they support and they uh, get in behind their teams, they rally their teams, and uh, um, yeah, it's the closest thing to. Uh, Obviously next to many uh, would be the support of, uh, of their, um, uh, of Denver, uh, of the state for sure down here in the states compared to Canada. <laughs>
0: Ryan, this is the longest run the Edmonton Oilers have had in the playoffs since your group, which is remains one of my favorites. Even like, you know what? I was 18 when the Oilers won the first cup. That was awesome. I thought the 1990 championship was special, you know, cuz they won without Wayne and that just spoke to the volume of how good some of those other players were. And I'll never forget what you guys accomplished back in 2006.
2: It was a hell of a run, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. It was uh, something I'll never forget and cherish forever. We had uh, everybody fi- firing in all cylinders. We had, you know, for Fernando Bozani, uh, you know, scoring, I think it was 16 goals at that time. And, and uh, you, you know, everybody was just chipping in. And, you know, it was unfortunate that Roley got hurt. Who knows what would have happened. We went up against a great uh, um, Carolina team. Uh, Cam Ward was unreal. You know, obviously, uh, they just got beat out uh, um, with Rod Brandom already re- leading the charge there. But uh, it was uh, very special to be a part of. And, and I remember flying back into... Um, um, back into Edmonton after we lost uh, one, games one and two and just the passion and the excitement and the joy that, that uh, the energy that um, uh, the fans of Edmonton brought, it, it was something special and uh, I, I'm sure it's the same way they're right now so uh, hopefully they can get the uh, job done.
0: You know, Ryan, I remember game five was against Detroit was an afternoon game, and I'd taken the Golden Bears out. Uh, they'd won their second straight championship. I won't name the guys. You know a couple of them. And we'd left their cars yep. at overtime <laughs> downtown. And you guys were playing the matinee game the next day. And halfway through the second period, I looked at one of the guys and said, "The orders, you know." And I had picked you guys to beat Detroit, me and Robin Brownley. But I said, "No, they're winning this series. Like Chris Pronger is owning the Red Wings. He's in. They're in control of this series." And one of the guys looked at me and said, "Stop! I think you're still drunk." But the reality was, you know, you guys. I I thought it was. I thought it was in Game Five where I was like they're winning they're going to there's no question they're beating the Red Wings at what moment did you sense as a member of that team in that year that you're going to get past that great Steve Eisenman led squad
2: that was an unreal series I remember in game two You know, obviously, uh, game one was with the octopus. They throw the octopus out there in Detroit. Game two, our our speech, um, you know, Craig McTavish came in before the game. He says, Brad Winchester, you're starting tonight, and when that octopus hits the ice after the anthem, I want you to run out and grab it. So he put a rubber glove underneath uh, underneath his glove, stood on the blue line, had the anthem played after the anthem went and grabbed the octopus, threw it on our bench and I knew from then it was just like we're making a statement and uh <laughs> and it sure did. Um it was quite the team that we played, obviously Lindstrom and and uh Stevie as you mentioned and Chris Draper and Mulpey and the list goes on and on of great great players but uh it was, uh, it was special to be a part of that series. Uh, you know, that was uh, obviously Stevie Wise's last game.
0: Yeah, I remember against San Jose, you guys are down 2 nothing, but Rafi corked Milan Mahalik, and they were, I didn't think they were the same by the, by the time, and you guys, you were involved in a pretty significant play in Game 3, as I recall, but uh, you guys made a hell of a comeback and ended up uh, winning Game 3 against San Jose and flipped the script on them because they were pretty good in the first two games of that series. Series,
2: yeah, they sure were. I'll tell you, the uh, you know, for coming back and winning four straight in that series was uh, something. You know, there were some significant hits that Rafi had throughout the uh, the playoffs that really gave us that momentum. Like I said, everybody seemed to be a factor and, and uh, uh, found a way to step up at the right times. And uh, I do remember Rafi hitting... Um, uh, actually Dougie Wade and I think he ended up separating his shoulder in the finals and, and uh, you know it's unfortunate we didn't finish it off the right way but those those things stand out for sure in my mind how we progressively got better uh, as as playoffs went on the
0: Anaheim series the
2: key was getting
0: through it in five because you guys were dealing with some illness weren't you
2: yeah there was a bunch of us that were sick uh, guys played uh guys missed and guys did play through some sickness and uh Roley was outstanding that series yeah no question about it
0: all right we're joined by ryan smith ryan uh you know the we got a lot of texts coming in right now we we opened up with wayne today and we have two of the most popular
2: players do you still feel the love from oilers fans yeah, I, I keep in contact with uh, with with um, patty garland he sends me a bunch of stuff and yes I I do and I'm very appreciative of uh, of, of the fans and oiler fans and it's uh like I said, I'm you know I'm I'm obviously down here in Nashville, but they, you know, I still have a great deal of passion for the game. I've passed on to my my kids, and and obviously, uh, you know, love uh, love the game itself. Like, you know, cheering for these Oilers just to see how they've done. I saw them when they came through here. I still keep in contact with some of the training. training staff and some of the uh, the players too I missed you that day uh, we had an
0: event the night before with about 75 people that flew down because uh, Nashville is an awesome city as you know and uh, we yep. ended up visiting we ended up visiting for five uh, five or six hours with everybody on the trip and I I got to tell you Ryan there were moments where I thought I had a drink with all 75 of them so
2: <laughs> but <I> did see... <laughs> that a lot that's a
0: lot Bob <laughs> even at, even at my uh, weight I could handle that but uh, no we, we walked over the next day and I I just I just missed you, I guess, when you went came down and saw the trainers. Uh, so it's it's great to hear, and 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 I think the the San Jose uh, 2006 series teaches us like look this is a big game tonight in Game Two, but the reality yeah. of the situation yeah. is you still got your home games, and I, I fully expect Edmonton to come out with some jump. But there's no question fans can make a difference, just like they did for you guys back in 2006.
2: Without a doubt. I mean, home ice advantage and that's what you play all year for and and uh you know, obviously Colorado's got the upper edge right now in that in that regards, but they uh wait till they get to Edmonton, Colorado wait till Colorado gets to Edmonton. It's uh it's a significant uh energy level that changes uh um man oh man I remember back in in the when that run happened it was something special having that extra uh energy from the fans that gave us uh, life when we didn't feel that we had any at times but uh um yeah it's uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a heck of a series uh, you know that McKinnon's an excellent uh, hockey player uh, McCarr is unreal I was sitting there trying to who it, it, who in the past is like a Makar, you know, and there isn't. He is just a special player himself, so uh, it's going to be tough for the Oilers to stop uh, a player like him, but, uh, hey, that's what team's all about.
0: Hey, Ryan, we appreciate you taking time to join us. I know you were driving, you had some other people with you. Much appreciated, and we look forward to seeing you down the road, okay?
2: Bob, good to hear you, and uh, go Oilers, go.
0: There you go. That is Edmonton sporting icon, one of the most popular players in Edmonton Oilers history, Ryan Smith. It is 1248 in Edmonton. We are going to uh, bang out some uh, techs because there's a ton that have... uh Come in here in the first half hour of the show when we return on Oilers Now. It is 1251 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in Ball Arena, the Edmonton Oilers of the Colorado Avalanche Game Two tonight. This is Oilers Now. And if you missed the first fifty minutes of the show. You missed Wayne Gretzky and Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith was our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W I L H A U K today. I referenced that uh, Oilers Now roadie through New S Travel in Nashville and uh, Trent Wilhawk and uh, company uh, were at said trip. It was a kicker. It was a great time uh, for everybody involved. We go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to Elite Promo Marketing. Dot com Edmonton owned an operator and Cody Jansen with an update back in the 630 jet Studio.
2: Well, the St. Louis Blues, they've signed defenseman Callie Rosen to a two-year, two-way deal. The team announced yesterday, Carolina Hurricanes GM Don Waddell today said that defenseman Jake Gardner, he's been fully medically cleared to continue his playing career. He signed through next season, but he didn't play at all. He spent the whole year on LTIR after undergoing hip and back surgeries or in the fall. The Arizona Coyotes, they're presenting their ideas and plans for a new rink to Tempe City Council today. And the Western Hockey League final gets underway tomorrow night down at Rogers Place. The Oil Kings will host the Seattle Thunderbirds for games one and two this weekend.
0: Kurt Hill, Oil Kings GM, coming up today at uh, 2.05 on Oilers Now. Into the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown, injury lawyers. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown, huge supporters of both the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. Of course, Trent Brown, a former Edmonton Eskimo that was a two-time CFL All-Star and was part of the 93 Grey Cup Championship. James H. Brown, injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, and unrivaled results. Speaking of the Edmonton Elks, they uh, have a home game tomorrow night that'll be on 630 Jed and uh, Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, and Brendan Escott and company will have the call of that game for you. Tonight, of course, we'll have game two of the Oilers and the Avalanche. The Avalanche will not have Darcy Camper. He is out. Upper body issue. Game time decision on Andre Burakovsky. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. But based on what I saw today, with Burakovsky uh, walking past this, would uh, be a little bit surprised if he's actually in for tonight's game after blocking all of Evan Bouchard's 100-plus-an-hour uh, absolute hammer job from the right point uh, late in the third period of the Avs 8-6 win. It was an electrifying uh, game. Uh, for the Oilers, uh, Dry and Nurse did not skate. This has been commonplace on uh, morning skates, and it is my uh, full belief that they'll both uh, uh, be in the lineup. Bob, I've not heard a thing on Oscar Clefbaum in over a year. Well, Oscar Clefbaum has been on LTIR for the last two seasons. Uh, He had a shoulder surgery, and I don't have an update at this time for you. Sorry, uh, Corey, beyond that. uh, this text comes in from Blair. He says, "Bob, it was great to hear Wayne Gretzky, but also Ryan Smith. He's always been my favorite Oiler, and I wish he'd done better in his contract. So he was a true lifer." That one comes to us from Blair. Well, the Oilers and uh, the Smith camp patched things up and uh, worked out a mechanism that allowed the Edmonton Oilers um, <laughs> uh, allowed the Oilers to uh, bring Ryan back into. Uh, uh, Make things happen. Here we go. Uh, Bob, uh, figure it out. If our goaltending continues to flounder, the time has come to put Stuart Skinner in. And don't uh, be hard on me with the goaltender experience garbage. Ken Dryden didn't uh, need it back in 1971. And Patrick Waugh. In 1986, of course, he's referencing the two uh, Montreal Canadiens championships of those years. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. This texter says, I just want to point out, I also, says a texter out of Edmonton, want to blame Donnie Meehan for Ryan leaving town in the horrific trade that took the heart and soul from the Edmonton winners. Hmm. Uh, well, again, they they've patched it up, and Ryan completed his career as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. And it always takes two to tango. This text comes in right now saying, "Bob, do you see Dylan Holloway getting in for Game Three? The Oilers will be at home, and Woodcroft can control his matchups. Uh, I don't see Holloway getting in a Game Two. I can tell you that. I don't see he's going to play Game Two. And um, uh, I, I, you know what? At this stage of the game." I might be a little bit more open to Holloway playing. I, I think Broberg might actually be closer to playing than Dylan Holloway just because Broberg spent half a season playing for Jay Woodcraft and then got a bunch of NHL games in as well. Uh, this text comes in uh, from Peter from Wainwright, who is a Avalanche fan. It was nice to hear Avs legend Ryan Smith on the show today. See, that's what I, I don't mind that, Peter. It's, it's kind of funny. It's kind of humorous and that's that there's nothing wrong with a little bit of levity once in a while This text comes in from Alex. He says, Bob, I know Ryan Smith will never go in the Hockey Hall of Fame, but he deserves to be in the Oilers' rafter. No Oilers should again wear number 94. That one comes to us from Alex. I think for a lot of the – and and I was spoiled because I grew up watching the Oilers of the 80s. But for a lot of people that were born after that, Ryan Smith was their favorite player. It's just like we always have these animated discussions on Alex Hemsky, and I loved Alish Hemsky. I thought Alish Hemsky was a lot better than some of the other media thought he was. And uh, so I've always got a lot of time for Elish as well. Uh, I, I hear that a lot in Ryan Smith. Um, <laughs> uh, Haji says, Bob, which applause gave you more goosebumps? The applause for uh, Smitty after he lost a mouthful of teeth and came back in Game 3 against San Jose or the applause for Smitty after he returned from concussion protocol in Game 3 of the Calgary Series from Haji? boy that's a great point by you Haji you are on the ball Um, I was not surprised at the Ryan Smith response from the fans I was a little it was a good sign for me that uh, fans had started to believe in Mike Smith a little bit more and Mike Smith will need to give some belief for his team tonight as well Uh, 1258 in Edmonton we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell at 105 for Canadian power pack Kevin Weeks this is orders now